0: Hello and welcome to my podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke weekly with 100 women from Science, Technology, Engineering, Mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of my guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about their lives, and we really did discuss all of their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys, and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because I always kept their identities safe, the conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent, and we didn't just talk about being women in STEM, but about everything. The topics that tended to come up were also the same topics that I discuss with my mentees, or my friends, or my family, and I'm often asked about after I've given a talk in schools and colleges. So, I thought rather than keep these topics closed amongst a certain few people, how about throwing them out into the world and letting everyone hear and engage in issues that are clearly important to many of us? So, what I've done is sift through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite sound bites on certain topics. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on perspectives that came up on Silence that I feel are actually pearls of wisdom. And I found particularly provoking, inspiring and empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week it's all about humility. My favourite definition of humility is remaining teachable and it's something that I guess I've had a changing relationship over time because there was a time when I felt like I had to be really confident. And I was often confused about the difference between confidence and arrogance. And then there was a time where I wanted to be really humble. And I thought that meant kind of playing down your skills, playing down your qualities, and basically just not showing off. But actually, as I've got older, I realized that humility has taken on a brand new meaning. You can be confident. And humble at the same time. And you can be really smart and really talented at things and be humble at the same time. And for me, what I love is my guest from episode 74 talking about how it's just about being human.
1: And I do have a lot of humility, but. You could say that's because I've been knocked down a few times when I was younger. I mean, I mean when I was a kid, I thought I was invincible. And hmm. as soon as things like, you know, you don't get into university or, or other things that happen, hmm. you the reality hits you and it reminds you that you are human like everyone else. And although we do have little special things about us, it's remembering that you're human as well. You, you're not above someone else. Well, you could think that you are, but... You're not really above someone else. Everyone's a human being.
0: So what were the key things that created that humility? Or do you think you were born with it?
1: Mm. I think self-reflection is the most important thing. It's, you know, the whole emotional intelligence piece. Mm. I think self-reflection, if anyone wants to know where to start, that should be where to start. Think about what is it that you do every day? What is it that makes you happy? What is it that you contribute to a conversation when you're in a group? all that kinds of things, looking at how you you think, how you do, all of that is really important. Mm.
0: I think in trying to remain teachable, you're also then able to sort of take the falls and failures and disappointments a lot easier. I don't think anyone's got a life where they don't suffer from doubt or they don't make mistakes I don't think anyone has a perfect life and anyone that tries to make out that they do is really not humble in my opinion I think it takes a huge amount of humility to own up to when things aren't going so well and I think often we're encouraged to really cover those times up because we don't want to seem weak or we don't want to seem like we're struggling. Um, But the ability to actually be open about those things makes us vulnerable. And it then makes us open to receiving either help or support or advice, you know, remaining teachable. And Sometimes I think people have mistaken the idea of humility with humiliation. And they're very, very different things. Humiliation is when we are made to feel bad. And that's completely different from the concept of humility where it's actually a very empowered state to be in. I think what can really make us humble is just admitting that we've made mistakes and that we have room for improvement, and that most people are in the same boat, and we're all just trying to evolve and grow into the best versions of ourselves. And that's why a topic like Humility comes up on innovation, because it is so much about self-reflection, and it is so much about self-awareness, which, you know, there are some people that just will never, ever look at themselves. You know, they we'll always feel like victims that, you know, the world is happening to them. Things are happening to them. And um, there'll be less of this kind of thinking that we are in charge of our experiences in life, you know, whether we go through good or bad things. Um, how we respond to those things has a massive influence on the way we experience our lives. I just think... For me, anyway, I've I've wasted a lot of time thinking, oh, I can't believe that happened to me. That's so awful. That was just so wrong and kind of really getting stuck on the injustice of it all rather than thinking, you know what? This happens. I'm going to learn and grow from it. Um, And that requires a humble perspective on life, which I certainly want for myself. And what's so interesting about sort of remaining teachable is that science in its most rawest sense requires you to be humble because anyone that's ever been in the science and tech field knows that they have to constantly prototype, constantly test things out, expect results to go wrong and learn from it. So in its purest sense, science requires you to be teachable, it requires you to be humble. And I think sometimes, you know, as with all areas of life, like it's got a bit out of whack, it's got a bit out of balance. And, you know, in some cases, science can be about the ego and can be about like trying to achieve and get the answers right and things like that. But What I love about my guests from episode two's opinion is that science is all about being humble. So it's no surprise that this opinion comes up on silent because all my female guests are in STEM. This from episode two.
2: And at some point in school, it feels like if you ask questions, you're the dumb one. But because you inherently have to acknowledge that you don't know something And so a lot of the work I do now, where I work with entrepreneurs and corporates and people who are really high caliber, top of their game, this idea of humility is a really important part of that. And when I look back at how science functions, you need a high degree of humility to get to a breakthrough. I mean, if you thought you knew everything, what would there be to discover or design?
0: When I was studying STEM and in the world of engineering, I must say it's what I loved most about my studies, was this idea of hypothesizing and then going about trying to prove a hypothesis, either right or wrong. And it, was, it certainly was a journey of discovery. It was exploration. It was trying to learn why things went wrong. And if you were convinced of an answer, but your results were showing something else, like trying to get to the bottom of why that was... And when I think back, I did actually waste a lot of time beating myself up for uh, getting answers wrong because we I've certainly grown up in a society where it's really important to get the answers right all the time. And actually, when I look back on all that, I think I would have benefited so much more from using the energy that I was spending on beating myself up to actually just delving deeper into something and really trying to understand something even more. And um, I think we don't push that message in science enough that, you know, it's okay to spend time learning from mistakes. Um, In fact, there is no such thing as mistakes. And there are so many great scientists technologists engineers who have that attitude you know whether it's thomas edison uh dyson has said that many times about his 5000 attempts uh also to come up with the first vacuum cleaner bagless vacuum cleaner so you know anyone that has a strong sense of who they are won't get weighed down by failure. They'll just be confident enough to know that it's a good thing to have to learn something you don't already know. This again from episode two. And so I think that's my sort
2: of take on failure is I do think we need to allow people to experiment, but even the word experiment. I mean, this is the benefit of what the scientific method has given us. And I think if we could help young people orient towards what experimentation means and you normalize that data and discovery is part of any experimentation, that's how we've ended up where we are. That's what progress is founded on.
0: I don't know whether this is a gender thing, but I think women do have a tendency to want to be more perfect than men. And there have been experiments and observations time and time again where, you know, if there's a job offer, if a woman has nine things on the list of skills that are required out of ten, she'll go, oh, maybe the job's not for me. Whereas a man, if he has six out of the ten skills required he will go for the job and know that he'll teach himself the other four things somehow or other. And it's that real sort of confidence. And I guess, is that humility? Um, Or is it ego? I mean, the idea that you can learn is a humble approach. You know, the idea that you know everything and that you don't need to evolve and grow and change is certainly not a humble attitude. And my guest from episode two continues on to talk about the differences in gender that she's come across in terms of humility. And I think it's really useful to hear from her because... It's something to bear in mind when we are in the workplace about how we carry ourselves in terms of owning up to maybe not knowing everything. In my experience, the men in senior roles have been extremely intimidating because they are governed by their egos and they don't want to admit when they're wrong and They take a very sort of like dominant role in things and that can be quite scary. And what I found is that in working with the few women that I have worked with, thing when you come across someone that has found that balance, I want that balance for myself. I want to be able to be all the things I can be and at the same time, have humility you know i once spoke to an incredible quantum physicist who said in an argument if it was the the person that loses the argument wins because if they have enough humility they'll want to learn the other side of the argument they'll want to know why they were wrong. And so there's so much to learn in being wrong. And I want to remain humble by believing that there is always something to learn from everyone and everything. This again from episode 2. The funny thing is
2: um I had been working in Europe for quite a number of years, and there was a heavy male sort of hierarchy in the leadership and management teams. Um, And then I did some work in Canada for the ensuing several years in which it was mostly led by women, really amazing, tough, smart, creative women. Um, And I work with a mix of people now and in my consulting work, I've worked with a number, you know, I'd say there's a good balance. And I wouldn't say that I'm gravitating more towards women than men, but I've, you know, in my own sort of pivot over the last 10 years or so, I've purposely sought out really exceptional, high caliber people. And that tends to hinge more on self-awareness than gender, um, that sort of issue of humility. And I think that women have an easier time finding their way to that humility, in part because it's the stance that we're taught that we are that it is unbecoming to be boastful. Uh, it's unbecoming to be confident, right? So my observation is a little bit more in a hindsight kind of way that I think maybe there's a shorter path for women to really embodying um, a stance that leads, that leadership comes from a place of humility than for men. But I still think the best people I work with are those who who lead from that position. And and I feel very lucky to have found a bunch of men that that really do that.
0: I think it's also really important to be confident and be self-assured of what it is you believe in. So you have a strong sense of self but you are also open to learning more. I think that's that's the golden combination. That golden combination is about knowing uh, where your skills are, where your strengths are, where your qualities are. But also knowing that there's room for improvement. Not because... You're lacking in any way, but just because that's the human condition, we're always in a state of growth and evolution. And so with that in mind, I'm going to leave you with a quote from episode 60 where she really does acknowledge where her strengths are. She really does acknowledge all the positives that she brings to the world. This from episode 60. I think it's also
2: reminding us that it's okay to be like really impressed by ourselves. Mm. And I, I do think that there's this level of humility that's expected by women and, and also this level of, um you know, t- thinking about who else made stuff possible. And I think that we can, we obviously should express gratitude to those people who've helped us along the way as we all mm. should. But I think that we should take more time to think like I did this. It was me. um I am great. And it's okay to feel like incredibly self-satisfied and smug about my own accomplishments. And like, maybe not to tell everyone that you're feeling smug, but it's like- But just to know it ourselves. The feeling is so empowering. Like I am actually phenomenal.
0: Yeah, totally celebrating who you are is where it's at. You know, it isn't an arrogance and it isn't false. It's really just acknowledging both our strengths and our weaknesses. And I think we have a tendency- to always focus on the weaknesses because we're always trying to push ourselves harder. And I think we often forget to appreciate that there are two sides to every coin and for every shortfall or shortcoming that you have, you also have strengths. And I think in appreciating one's strengths, so much gratitude comes with that. And gratitude is a great thing. And for me, the clearest way to get to her definition of humility is to really take some time out to be with yourself, to really get to know who you are. And that's why a topic like humility comes up on innovation, because innovation is all about turning inwards, self-reflecting, spending time getting to know who you are as a person through meditation or otherwise, you know, not being scared to face yourself. And I think if you have a strong sense of what makes you tick, that can then allow you to have a greater sense of humility. This from episode 66.
1: You know what, when when you know where you're coming from, right, you just kind of know that um, you have every reason to be grateful. And I think gratitude... Um, comes hand in hand with humility Mm, you know
0: yeah Yeah. that's it on the subject of humility for this week thank you so much for listening and please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even write and review the show if you can I'd love to have your feedback about this episode or any other episodes that you've listened to and suggestions for future topics for this show it's all about self-discovery and evolution and innovation so if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back to living your fullest potential i'd love to delve into that by drawing upon the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests from my previous podcast silence be kind and loving to yourselves and i wish you all a great week